Hello and welcome to this uh, little presentation on informal fallacies. I'm Doug Borkman, your instructor this semester, and what follows we're going to do a bit of a recap and rehash and condensation uh, of uh, topics and concepts that uh, fall under the general category of informal fallacies. So the hope is that uh, you'll be able to learn to recognize these and resist fallacious arguments that contain fallacies. Fallacies can otherwise be called flawed or counterfeit arguments. Um, they're used by various people. What's referenced here is a cult recruiter. Um, some time ago, it seemed like there were there were a there was a plethora of college recruiters that uh, were uh, less, let us say, than um, authentic in their credentials. And uh, often, what they try to do is get people lure them off campus with the promise of giving them greater insight or spiritual illumination. And many people went along with the program, but. Uh, in any case, it's probable that had critical thinking been utilized a little bit more fully, that uh, this kind of thing could have been avoided, at least to some degree. We like to think that critical thinking is a kind of an antidote, a vaccine, if you will, um, against uh, fallacious argumentation. And uh, if we, as critical thinkers, are able to recognize fallacies and the types of arguments that contain them, we might be able better to inoculate ourselves against the nasty little viral ideas that can manipulate us. We've talked about an argument, and there are many different definitions for it, but the one basic one to remember is that it is a process of supporting a claim by for providing reasons or evidence for that claim. And uh, those reasons serve as premises that support the claim when an argument is well formed. An argument uh, is said to contain a fallacy when it looks to be initially correct, but when we examined it a little bit further, we found that it's incorrect, and we, of course, have to add to it, it's incorrect for a specific reason. It's because of the fact that it falls into a pattern of a fallacious argumentation. We'll deal with formal fallacies a little bit later, I think in about uh, two weeks or so, two chapters down the line. Uh, but a formal fallacy is a uh, situation in which the argument itself, because of the way in which the premises are arranged and set up uh, in a deductive argument pattern normally, um, there is a situation in which the conclusion really doesn't follow. So it's therefore invalid. In an informal fallacy, the mistaken reasoning can occur when an argument is psychologically, emotionally persuasive, rhetorically persuasive, uh, and uh, also logically incorrect. So um, what you have here is a situation which is a little bit more difficult to discern than that of the formal fallacy, although it, at first glance seems like it would be just the opposite. It seems like formal fallacies would be somewhat more difficult to ascertain in terms of their fallaciousness, but it turns out that it's uh, a little bit um, trickier sometimes to realize when an informal fallacy has infected an argument. There is a great uh, website you can go to, and if we can just catch a little snippet of it here, I'll give you an idea of to what it's like. It's called the Nescore Project, and here you have uh, quite a few different fallacies that uh, are worth looking at, and I would recommend probably getting a, 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 a soundbite kind of an idea out of, of each one of them. Um, an ad hominem argument, of course, is uh, one in which you literally attack the individual or the person as opposed to the argument that they put forth. Appeal to authority, of course, is usually a fa fallacy because it's fallacious authority, although too much of an appeal to even good authority, where uh, the reasoning process itself is truncated because of the fact that you're using expertise and authority to replace individual reasoning skills, that can be a, fall a fallacy too. Anyway, interesting little uh, website and you might want to consider going there and exploring the wonderful world of fallacies. We break our uh, kinds of fallacy up into various categories, fallacies of ambiguity, one case in point. Uh, any argument, 
set of uh, statements set up in such a way that one of them is said to follow from the other statements that serve as premises. That's what an argument is. Any of that sort of uh, a an offering that contains ambiguous words or phrases, sloppy grammar, or confusion between two closely related concepts, can lead to fallacies of ambiguity. Ambiguity, of course, is a nice term that means could mean both things. Um, the types of fallacy of ambiguity are, for example, equivocation. Uh, this occurs when a key term in an argument is ambiguous, that is to say when it actually has more than one meaning. Technically speaking, ambiguity and equivocation probably are, are somewhat di distinct things. Uh, but to equivocate is to kind of go back and forth, trading on the idea that there's more than one meaning, and so you try to use that cleverly as a tactic to convince people that your argument is correct, but if equivocation is there, it's fallacious. If there's a grammatical error, I think I'll uh, show you an example or two of these things. Amphiboly occurs. Um, fallacies of accent uh, occur when an argument's meaning changes, depending on which words or phrases are emphasized. If you accentuate uh, a one premise in one place and uh, do so again at a different place in an argument, it could be that there's a fallacy going on. A fallacy of division occurs when we make erroneous inferences from group characteristics about those of individuals within the group. Such as, for example, um, the group of all people in the United States of America um, are basically uh, patriotic. America and Americans stand for patriotism. And the fallacy is to assume that, therefore, each and every American that lives in the United States is a patriot. I won't define the term patriotic or even indicate whether I think it's good, bad, or whatever with respect to patriotism. It's just an example of a kind of a fallacy. Um, one case in which we talk about something like equivocation. Um, let us say that a good example of this would be the use of the term average in this uh, illustration. It's well known that the average family has 2.5 children, statistically obviously. Well, Jane's family is quite average, so therefore Jane's family must have 2.5 children. So if you've got a half of a little kid walking around in your neighborhood, uh, he or she may belong to Jane's family, but you're probably not going to see such a thing. And indeed, the reason why we would have a fallacy leading to a kind of absurd conclusion is because of the equivocation on the term average. And fibbly um, might be something, for example, such as save soap, however, waste paper. But if somebody says save soap and waste paper, they probably mean you want to save soap and you want to save waste paper, but if you look at it sort of from a grammatical point of view, that waste could refer to a couple of different issues, a couple of different things. Uh, another example I think it uh, comes out of uh, our ordinary experience is that known as divided highway. And uh, I kind of think of amphiboly occurs here with a sign, you've probably seen many of them that say fine for littering. So uh, when you have a situation like that, of course, uh, it makes it appear as though it's okay to litter. But in fact, it isn't really okay to litter. In this particular case, it's uh, you have to fill in the missing blanks. You'll get a fine of $219 if you litter. Or think of how uh, somebody might literally say, well, uh, I have $219 in my pocket. Think I'll litter. It's okay. It's fine. That's uh, amphibolous. Fallacies of irrelevance or relevance. Um, this is where one of the more premises is logically relevant or unrelated to inclusion, and, and usually we also use a term uh, non sequitur for that, but you can use the term non sequitur uh, 
with uh, an abundance of other fallacies that you might come across, such as ad hominem, appeal to force, scare tactic, appeal to pity, popular appeal, appeal to ignorance, hasty generalization, straw man, and red herring.